Hello and welcome to episode 52 of the Quad Pod with the Evans Quadruplets. I'm Alex Evans, joined always by my three siblings, Dan, Nick, and Frankie. How are we all doing this evening? That's right, man. That's right, man. Nick, we doing all right? Yeah. Nice. Frankie's doing well. She's uh, munching on a little a little dinner. So um, while uh, while she eats, we'll we'll get into our news, I guess. Right? Any or any, if anything, anything anyone wants to share, pour that or no. No. I don't think so. All <laughs> right. Uh, who's got news? It's been it's been two weeks. We should have so much news. Anything from you, uh, Nick? News. Um. Oh yeah. Did you guys see? Um. I think it was online today. They're taking the pandas back to China from like the zoo. I know from the zoo in DC. Or didn't you? Didn't yeah. someone bring? Didn't you bring that? Oh, I guess like maybe they're officially doing it now. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're on the train, like back to well. I mean, somewhere, oh, well, and then where did they come from? Then the U.S. They came from China. Yeah, they're, no, but they're, like they were here. They're in yeah, I forget if they were at the zoo, either the one of the zoos in New York or the one like in D.C. or around there or something. I don't know. I just saw. I'm seeing videos of pandas on a train today. Oh, that's kind of cute, but also sad because yeah, of captivity. Right. But they're kind of cute. Well, I guess we're not animal rights actors. Are they being set yeah, free so. in China? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, like, what's the point? <laughs> and anything from you? Um, I haven't been paying too much attention to the news, but I, I know that I, I saw uh, that there is a, a New Jersey man, uh, local to, I think, like, Central Jersey or wherever, um, who is connected in some way, shape, or form with uh, the January 6th riots, and, and they, they were looking for him. I don't know if they... They apprehended him, but I, I don't know. God, yeah, little little manhunt. That's well, uh, it would appear so. That's always. Uh, remember the game manhunt was fun. That game as a kid, Dude, obviously a not quite not not these not these kinds of high stakes, but uh, good uh, good stuff. Fun game. I know. I always I always enjoyed it. it was like because you know I you know before it was just like oh hide and seek. Or, or I enjoyed and, Capture the Flag better. That than was good manhunt. too. They were both good. You know, step up from tag, which you know you play when. You don't know any better, really. I guess. Um, do you guys remember? Um, you know, in like in certainly like in middle school and elementary school, and maybe high school as well, like those little milk cartons and stuff that we had with your life. It was an option, you know. You had your yeah, man, chocolate your milk, your skim, your chocolate, all that stuff. Yeah. Well, so apparently there's a uh, uh, going to be a short, or there is a shortage uh, in lunchrooms in both New York and California and other states, according to the uh, what is it, the USDA. I will get that uh, acronym later because I, I cannot uh can't find it on this article. Wow, I'm, I'm real prepared. No, but um, the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Probably the there FDA. we go. Yeah. So okay. So let me. So the the problem is not a shortage of milk, but the cardboard cartons used to package and serve it, according to dairy industry suppliers and state officials. Um. Let's see. Yada yada yada. Uh, Pact of Evergreen of Lake Forest, Illinois, which bills itself as the leading manufacturer of fresh food and beverage packaging in North America. That's a that's quite a uh, that's quite a title that um, I'm sure a lot of companies would like to uh, achieve, um, even though it's self-proclaimed. So I don't really know how you know, I mean, I don't know they have metrics and stuff. Said it continues to face significantly higher than projected demand for its milk cartons. Um, school officials in New York, Pennsylvania, California, and Washington State said they were preparing for the shortage. Um, and, um, some of them, 
I believe some alternatives would be like serving small bottles of water or cups of milk with lids if cartons run out. But it also, if you think about it, it's good. It could affect like hospitals and other, you know, um, I guess industries that that use them, prisons, nursing homes, and things like that. So, um, kind of kind of interesting. I don't know. It's kind of like a slow news period, and a lot of the news, like you know, my AP oddities that I like to go with were uh, kind of you know outdated and stuff. Like the, the the most recent story was a couple of weeks ago, and I thought that was a little a little too outdated. But um, it's kind of kind of interesting i don't know and you know like they'd be like they would package them in like i guess cardboard's fairly environmentally friendly i don't know but i don't know so i thought that was kind of interesting but maybe not so what can i say it's no manhunt but that's right man all right uh frankie have we given you enough time to uh to um do your uh no I'm back now. Sorry. We'll have to do it anyway. I'm sure it'll be a good one. But um, not good. Okay. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Um, 32 pigeons were awarded medals for valor during World War II. That's, That's cute. It. <laughs> That's it. Short and sweet. Messenger Very pigeons, nice. we like it. I guess. Well, yeah, I guess like if you wanted, I mean, to send some like secret information, you didn't have enigma like the Germans. Like maybe, I mean, I don't think like anyone's going to intercept a I'm pigeon. Fine. I'll read the fact because you're okay. boring me. Sometimes a lone bird's efforts save the lives of hundreds of soldiers. Yeah, I was right. Thank you. One such instance occurred in Italy in 1943 when an American pigeon named G.I. Joe, was dispatched mm-hmm. to an Allied airbase in the nick of time to call off the planned bombing of a village that had just been liberated by British troops. Jeez. I'm telling you, man, like, yeah, that's, they should, yeah, exactly, give them those little little medals, you know, those purple hearts or whatever, whatever, medal of they, honor. They received the People's Dispensary for Sick Animals um, or the Dickin Medal. For exceptional wartime accomplishments, everyone everyone contributed. You know, everyone played their part. I wonder how you train a pigeon to do that. I don't think we use pigeons anymore. We have drones and other technology and stuff like that. That's interesting, Frankie. Thirty-two. All right. So, who's got any um, complaints? We have two weeks worth of of complaints or or. Um, issues gripes anything i don't even know if i said this last i don't think i did but it's dark at like fucking yeah i don't think you did now, and that makes me yeah want to be very sad daylight savings dude it's uh let's just go, let's go to one or the let's just keep one or the other yeah preferably I uh before I, I thought it was like a real thing that happened with like the earth back in the nope. day and then i realized too late in life really probably um that we made it up yeah, it's a little, it's a little depressing. Oh god, I didn't even realize she was there. Um, she's like a pillow. Um, yeah, it's kind of an. I don't know. It's just you know, it's just something really sad about it. And this feels like I don't know. Like even driving around during the day, like the sun always just seems like lower in the sky. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but it's it's not a good time. Um, Nick, anything from you? Um. Yeah, I mean, getting dark early kind of sucks. 
Um, definitely depressing. Um, outside of that, I don't know if I have any complaints. Um, been noticing a lot more stupid drivers out on the road lately. So I guess that. Frankie, what about you? Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't really have, well, I have a lot of complaints, but like. And you people are going to hear about them. No, I don't think they don't care about them, so I'm not going to say them. Um, because you always make fun of me. But, no, not always. I guess I don't like when, <clears throat> um, you like have a certain amount of time to do something and let's say you're working with someone else and they're sort of like the lead and they don't plan well and then you don't get everything done and you would have been more efficient if you did it by yourself oh the classic um, um like that annoy me the classical like group project thing sort of or not even that yeah, but like basically. yeah it's just it's called like let me let me take the reins but people who, you know, some people in like those, like, you know, management positions, they don't like to, you know. Oh, I'm also going to resurrect power. from last year. Um, people who, like, don't learn their choir music in honor of our fall concert that we just had. Yeah. Learn the yeah, music. Also next to me. It's no. not like you have to memorize it. You know, you have the books. Just, 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 remember, just you know, learn it, right? So, you know, you're all... You've all been in choir for, choirs for probably a while. You can probably read music, or if not, yeah, just... unless you're an alto, you don't know anything. You know, let's be real. That yeah. section always issues. Pray, Francis. Always. Not as much as the tenors. Oh. <laughs> um, do I have any complaints? Um, not just like echoing you guys with the uh, the, the time change and the uh, terrible. The dark. Don't mind getting, you know, they don't mind getting the extra hour initially. That's not a bad thing, but, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's too dark, man. Too dark. Um, all right. So, yeah, we were, I've kind of forgot to like ask everyone, like, you know, like this weekend about, oh, what game should we do? Blah, blah, blah. And, and then uh, we were talking yesterday, I think yesterday. And then this is actually going to be the, the last episode before Thanksgiving. I think the next episode will come out the Monday after. So we figured we'd do some Thanksgiving thing. So I and then we kind of, you know, we're struggling to find an idea. So I was like, oh, we'll do like a quiz, like a buzz, a buzzfeed quiz. And then I was like looking at some of them, and one of them was like, you know, we can guess your age and 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 sign based on, you know, your responses to this question or to these questions. And I was like, Yeah, that's I tried it out and it and it didn't it didn't guess it right. So maybe we can do that if we if we want at the end. But I have this just general 10 quick 10 question one. Um from uh or on cnn so i figure like i'll read the question and you know majority rules for you guys you know two or three if we'll we'll for if you all you know pick an answer and we'll we'll choose that and see how well we do that's all right sure okay question one while historic accounts vary regarding what exactly was eaten at the first thanksgiving feast what type of food was definitely not present in 1600s New England when pilgrims first arrived? Was it pumpkin, cranberries, potatoes, or corn? Uh, 
Um, <laughs> I feel like it was cranberries. That's I, I'm between pumpkin and cranberry, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say cranberry. I think as well. So we have two cranberries, and Nick, what do you think? I was gonna say corn. Only I mean, technically, I majority like it's, a little, is, uh... it's a little cold up there to try and grow corn, but the the wait, indigenous peoples wait, the indigenous peoples may have been good at growing corn up there. I don't know. I thought so. corn was like genetically modified. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not the person to ask about that. So then, wouldn't the answer be corn? Well, that's what I'm wondering. I was hoping someone would contradict me on the cranberries. Well, yeah, the, where well, I, I don't think it's cranberries. I don't think it's cranberries. I think cranberries were a thing. But but do they have cranberry bogs? It's the 1600s. In New England? They don't have bogs in the 1600s, but they've got to have some... I'm saying form. cranberries. Well, maybe so they do. I, think, I don't I think know. It's, I think it's cranberry. No, I'm starting to think it's like corn. So what? So 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 we have a corn. We have a cranberry. Nick, you're the uh, the uh, the tiebreaker. If you pick something else, then I guess I'd have to wait. No, I was gonna pick. I was gonna pick corn. But wait, is it potatoes? Do you I don't think know. We potatoes before the Irish came over. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I may it's have corn. actually like uh uh All right, Nick tested corn. this one out, so I might know the answer, but. So we're guessing corn, it's I guess, because uh, we have two or three. Okay. Corn. Let's see. Incorrect. Potatoes, which are uh, native to South America, hadn't been introduced to North America yet and weren't established crops there until the 1700s. Interesting. Okay. Who knew? It's kind of right. Question two. This type of food is not common on traditional Thanksgiving tables now, but probably would have been served at the first Thanksgiving meal. Seafood. Tomato soup, sausages, or pancakes? I think, like seafood. They were were they I was in New England? Seafood. I think, yeah, I think seafood. But also, I'm like so sausages just ocean. sounds ridiculous. Like out of ridiculous yeah, I enough feel to like be in sausage, it. Sausage because they maybe they. I don't know. I'll I don't say know. Seafood. I'll say seafood as well. Are we? I guess we're just going seafood here. Yeah, I guess. All right. Correct. Coastal settlements meant plenty of seafood, especially shellfish like lobster, oysters, clams, and mussels. Yeah, that was pretty basic. But also sometimes like when it's that easy, it's like, is it is that the correct answer? Okay. Question three. This Thanksgiving staple was invented in the 1950s by a Campbell Soup Company employee named Dorcas Riley with the hope of boosting sales of one of Campbell's products. Jelled cranberries, jellied cranberry sauce, excuse me, green bean casserole, sweet potato casserole, or corn pudding. It's green bean casserole. Yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, he sounds pretty confident. I'm, I'm just not even getting what no you think. I have no clue, but I, I sure, why not? Because you take the cream of chicken or the cream of mushroom soup and you pour it over the yes, green bean. You that's, are, what you are, yeah. that's what I was first and thinking. And you put like it in the it. oven. Yeah, you're and correct. then later, French has got in on it for the crispy onion topping. That's correct. That's right. Riley invented the green bean bake, as it was first called, specifically as a way to use Campbell's cream of mushroom soup, like Nick said. It wasn't originally intended as a Thanksgiving favorite, but quickly became one. Question four. Though they're often used interchangeably, what is the biggest technical difference between stuffing and dressing? How they are prepared? What seasonings are used? The consistency? Or there is no difference? Ooh, one of those ones. Like There is a difference. Okay, so we, we can okay, so we can cross that one off. There is no difference. Here, right? Stuffing goes inside the turkey? It's no. how they're prepared. Stuffing goes inside the turkey. 
if you don't put it inside the turkey, it's technically considered dressing. dressing. Yeah, yeah. Even though that is something you know people call stuffing I love anyway. Stuffing so much, dude. <laughs> uh, that's yes, correct. You know, Dan, How they Dan are prepared? This is number one pick. Stuffing. Yeah. How are they prepared? You know, there's or a how they are prepared is correct. Song. There's a what? And he calls it dressing. Do you think he knew the difference? Who? Bing Crosby? Is Bing that your Crosby. Yeah. yeah, she loves Bing. Turkey. I'm sure he did know the difference. After the blessing. It's really a... Round and round the Christmas tree. So it's really a potato uh, kind of situation, but strictly speaking, stuffing is cooked inside the turkey and dressing is cooked in a separate dish. Nick Nick is... Uh, Nick just... He's very culinary... Uh, culinarily savvy or whatever. also said that first. Yeah. No, you did. All right. Question five, what is the most popular Thanksgiving side dish according to a 2020 YouGov poll? And so a, couple, a little outdated, but stuffing or dressing, mac and cheese, sweet potato casserole, mashed potatoes. This is actually tricky. I'm going to say mashed potatoes. Stuffing is not for everybody. Don't know why. I'm going to say I, mac and cheese, bro. I'm just having, I got a feeling. I'm going to say mashed potatoes, mashed, I think. What was the other one? I think it's the sweet potato. Sweet potato casserole, I mac was, and cheese, I was and mashed go potatoes. I regular... I was going to go with regular mashed potatoes. I think I'm on the same train as Dan. So, Ugh. Frankie, we think it's what? Sweet potato? Yeah. And I think mac and cheese. But I guess we're out ranked. So let's guess mashed potatoes. That's correct. Yeah. Like, have it. All of those other things, some people don't like. Who doesn't like mashed potatoes, right? Like, that's kind of like. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, I mean, sweet potato casserole. Yeah. It's, you're, you're getting, you know. It's probably a small size. I like all of the things mentioned, but like, oh, me too. You know, some people are weird, man. Cranberry sauce wasn't an option. No, it tells you everything. I like, I love cranberry sauce. So it's age. It's one of those tastes that like eight come with age. You know, like I didn't like when I was younger. I'm going back to the draft of last year. But... <laughs> I don't. I don't prefer the jelly as much though. No, not me neither. Yeah, I like a. I like like a little you know walnut in there, a little crunch, a little consistent, a little. Yeah, like, I'm with you. All right. Mm. Question six. <laughs> While sweet potatoes were readily available in America during the first Thanksgiving, the marshmallow top version wasn't popularized until much later. Who do we have to thank for this gooey addition? The French, the Turkish, the Danes, or the Peruvians? I think, I think the Turkish. You think the Turks? The Turks? Seems like something that they would do. I don't fucking know. I feel like the French would find it an abomination or something. You know, this is cuisine or I don't know. Wait, what were the choices? The French? The, the Tur- French, the Turkish, the Danes, or the Peruvians? I don't think it's the Peruvians. Could be the Danes. The Danes. I was going to say the Danish people. Yeah, I was leaning Danes. Um, so let's see if we're correct. We are incorrect. It's the French. Ancient Egyptians were the first people to make sweet treats out of the mallow plant, but it was French confectioners who were the first to whip the substance into the fluffy little clouds we know and love. Thank you, French. France. All right, question seven. What's the name of the organic compound found in Turkey uh, that many people blame for post-feast sleepiness? Do we even need to... Uh... Tryptophan. Yep, tryptophan, everyone good with that. The other uh, responses yeah. were dopamine, melatonin, and glutamate, but yeah, tryptophan, classic. Tryptophan is the compound, but that's probably not the reason you feel groggy. After full plate, there's actually more tryptophan in chicken, so blame the abundance of carbs or just the overeating instead. Interesting. Question you know, eight. Sorry, Frankie. Oh, I thought you said something. You're targeted by that. <laughs> Question eight. 
While both the pilgrims and the indigenous tribes in North America ate pumpkins, pumpkin pie was not popularized in the U.S. for years after the first Thanksgiving feast. However, early English settlers were known to make another ingenious pumpkin dessert. What was it? Roasted and sugared pumpkin slices? Cakes made with pumpkins, seeds, and fruit? A custard served in a pumpkin? Or spiced pumpkin cider? I'm thinking the cider. I'm going to go with cider. I think any kind of like, yeah. I don't know. What do you think, Nick? Did yeah, you know that works for me. That um, people back in the day consumed like cider, like it was water, because it was safer to drink than water. That makes sense. All the contamination, the little no. How yellow do you think system. Alcohol water. consumption peaked in America in the 1830s. Yeah, they drank just like regular, like it, it was peaked, like you know peaked in the 1830s. Yeah. Um. So uh, we're incorrect. Uh, the correct answer is a custard served in a pumpkin. I was going to say that because I feel like that's something extra. That <laughs> custard made who, who's thinking of that? A custard that. made with honey and milk and then roasted in a hollowed out pumpkin. Sounds just as good as a pumpkin pie. Eh. Eh. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's probably fine. Um, question nine. Which Thanksgiving food is an example of a cooking technique known as engastration? Nick, do you know this one? Buttermilk biscuits, deviled eggs, Dan. Corn souffle, turducken. I would think it's the turducken. What do you think, Dan? You like you like turducken? Yeah, I've never had turducken. I'm thinking it's turducken. Nick feel Nick Nick seems like on point with like these cooking questions, Frankie. What do you think? I said turducken, but I and don't. We're, yeah, correct. It's when one animal is cooked or prepared in the gastric tract of another. Just like a turducken, for those of you that don't know, turkey stuffed with a duck, stuffed with a chicken. It's a lot of a uh, tryptophan, Nick, right? There. Sure. 10 of 10, question 10. Which U.S. state raises the most turkeys according to data from the USDA? Pennsylvania, Nebraska, Virginia, or Minnesota? Virginia? Pennsylvania, maybe? I was going to say Pennsylvania. Yeah, we'll go with that. Pennsylvania? We're all wrong. It's Minnesota, the land of 10,000 lakes. How do 40, they survive? 40 million turkeys raised in 2020. Well, you know, they keep them in heated and cool. I mean, they have, you know. You mean they're not stuff, free you know. range? I guess not. We got six Cage out of 10. Free? <laughs> I don't know. They didn't specify in this. Uh, Mom animal. would be very upset if it's not free, six of free range and cage free. It's above 500. That's not bad. It's not too bad. Should we should we do the zodiac one see if they get it right? It's only like five questions or something. Sure. All right, let's pick an appetizer: garden salad, bacon wrapped asparagus, mini chicken meatballs, or deviled eggs. Bacon wrapped. Well, I know asparagus. which one. I know which one Dan is. Oh, Dan, you didn't go with the deviled eggs? Not just like all like on no, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving just... Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll do the deviled eggs. Double eggs Thanksgiving. Yeah, okay. I feel like it fits. I thought like yeah. this was just like I'm at a restaurant. Majority I'm rules. Not, I'm not getting deviled eggs at just like a random place. But Thanksgiving, yeah, why not? What kind of bread are we serving? Zucchini bread, cornbread, biscuits, or dinner rolls? I am honestly gonna gonna say dinner rolls. I'm the same. I don't know about you guys. Sure. Yeah. Dinner yeah, rolls. Classic. Choose the star of the night: ham, salmon, eggplant, farm, or turkey. Turkey. Turkey for Thanksgiving. Happy turkey. Pick a side dish to serve. 
mashed potatoes and gravy, baked mac and cheese, sweet potatoes with marshmallows or stuffing. 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 <laughs> Dan's like it allows to pick anything with stuffing. Stuffing is the answer. Choose a second side dish. Candy yams, Hasselback butternut squash, potato salad or cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce. Cran- cranberry sauce. Yeah, you absolutely. Go, right? Add a veggie dish to the table. Brussels sprouts, green bean casserole, collard greens or roasted carrots. Green bean casserole. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna pick uh, Brussels sprouts. Well, you're but... you're out a, a gun there. What type of drinks are you serving? Lemonade, soda, water, or wine? Wine. Oh, apple cider. Remember, Not... mom used to hot apple cider. We're going wine. Yeah, that was yeah, that was great. I uh-huh. love that. Finally, choose a dessert: peach cobbler, carrot cake, apple pie, pumpkin pie. That's either one of the pies. I know. Yeah, which one I, mean, I, would I, pick. I like pumpkin pie. I probably prefer apple to it. I would, I, would pick, I would pick the apple pie. Yeah, I, I guess I'll, I'll apple say apple pie. pie as well. Yeah. All right. It says you're between 26 and 35 and an wow. earth sign, but we're not an earth sign. We're a water sign. Exactly. We're not a. Well, they got a the age yet. right. Yeah, but I feel like that's, I mean, they probably have, they, you know, they, they probably know. They, they, have my information or something. <laughs> I don't know. They're harvesting data. They're probably they're they're probably like their their you know main age group that goes on their site is like twenty six to thirty five. Okay. Um, anything else from anyone before we before we wrap up and wish you all a happy, very early Thanksgiving. But uh, it's like two weeks from tomorrow, which is wild. That's um, fucked up, man. Yeah. Favorite scene from the um, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Mine is putting he's in the football. Kitchen. Making the popcorn. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, the, that's um, classic, dude. And of course, the uh, you know the classic when uh, the football is a. Uh, when is it gonna remember? be on Apple TV for like fourteen dollars exclusively? Because um, that's the world we live Nick, in. Nick Someone would probably know. know. Nick would probably know. Nick, you look very scary right now. Also, <laughs> what is your favorite scene from Charlie Brown Thanksgiving? Um. Hmm. I think when Snoopy's when Snoopy's setting the table, the ping pong table. That's outside. a good one too. That's, so a good one. that's actually classic. That's actually a good one. Good for you, Nick. See, this is why we like this isn't this is what Alex, Nick's good for. Oh, you said the football. Yeah, but that, like, I kind of like what Nick was saying. Or like when um, but it, like I like how it's like it starts when he like he's playing basketball with Woodstock, and then he goes in the garage. Like that's where it yeah. starts. No, I you think know, you're, he gets yeah, the ping pong like, table out. And... I like that one better because the football one's kind of too odd, you know. Yeah, I kind of agree. That's in all the in all the holiday ones. It's in the great pumpkin one. It's in the Christmas one, I think. Yeah, I just have to know. Okay. Um. Uh. Anything else for anyone? Or doesn't doesn't seem like it. Okay. Um. Yeah. So that's gonna do it for us on today's episode. We'll talk to you soon. And as always, thanks for listening to the Quad Pod with the Evans Quadruplets. Like and subscribe.